Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Lady, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Goodgirl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Striker, J Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Thank you, Rara. Anytime. For messing me up. <laughs> it's my job. Oh, clearly. Uh, so anyway... Yes. Let's see if I can get all of the words that I'm going to delete in at one time. Yeah. So, Dara, it's September. Guess what month it is? It's extra special. It's our birthday month! We love it. We scream that one all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're super, super pumped. So, guess what that means? Because it is birthday month, we do something extra special for birthday month every single year, and it's not just getting presents. Well, for me... I don't need presents because I have pretty much most everything that I, I need. Okay, well, I'm just going to flat out admit that I'm the worst person to get presents for because I just go out and get it myself. So I have an idea for presents, what people can get us for our birthday. What should they get us for our birthday? Become patrons. Yes. I was thinking the exact same thing. That's because you're brilliant. I am. Thank you. So are you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Rara, how many how many patrons do you think we should get for the month? 20. No. Be realistic. Come on. Bring it down. Bring it down. I'm 19. thinking more like 10. I feel All like right. that's reasonable. We'll settle at 15. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, I, don't, I think we're going to get like 10, but we'll shoot for 15. We'll be optimistic. Proved Dara wrong. Prove that I am right. I have faith in our listeners. Yes. Prove Dara wrong and, and <laughs> rah, rah, right. She could use the ego boost. Yes. She is very, very sad that she doesn't already have 15 new patrons. Very sensitive that way. Well, so is your mic. So yes. I think we're doing nice all right. My mic. But September Stop stroking <laughs> it. God, do you need a cucumber? Cuc- yes, cucumber. Yes, yes, I need a cucumber. <laughs> Don't forget to wrap that just like salami. Well, okay. Yes. Play safe, folks. Well, you. That was our whole entire argument Play about safe. wrapping the cucumber in. in okay. Anyway, September is our patron push. For 15, hopefully, new patrons. 
Don't you want to tell people what they get as a patron? They get some adorable pink king stickers if I ever actually get my ass in gear. You will. We also have a monthly Q&A for our top two tiers. And we have a virtual munch for all three tiers. That one's usually pretty cool. We get some good stuff going. And we have for our top tier, we also have uh, recognition as producers. Those are all those names you heard at the beginning of the podcast. And they're also recognized as producers on the website. And if you are in the Discord, which is something all patrons get, you get early access to some stuff. You get uh, to be involved in discussions. You get to make suggestions. There's a lot going on in that Discord. You get access to us because we are very active in that Discord server. So you'll have access to us. Actually, funny story. That is the only Discord server that I am in that I am that active in. I can vouch for that because we're in a lot of the same servers. Yes. Not. But you can become a patron for as little as $2 a month, which is less than a coffee. Well, yeah. Well, especially the fancy coffees I get. I, no, see, I make my own damn fancy coffee, so we're good. But I don't make the pink drinks. Oh, that's not a coffee, but that's But so it's good. from Starbucks, so I thought so I'd throw good. that in there. No, I want one. No. Anyway. Don't leave me. I can't do this episode by myself. I'm not leaving you. All right, good. I don't have a bra and I can't leave the house. Well, I broke mine, so, so I think can't I can't leave either. either. <laughs> but if, just just please, if you can't become a patron, which we understand not everybody has the financial ability to, spread the word about the podcast. Maybe your friends want to become a patron. But yeah, that's what we would like for our birthdays. Please. I want I want more newbie people in the podcast in the in the Discord. That's what yeah. I really want. That's like the best present ever because then I can jump on you and be like, "Hello, newbie." All right, are we ready? Because this episode is Dara's birthday episode. Whee! She got to pick the subject. Yes, I did, and I got to do the research for it, and I get to head it. And she got the notes done. Yes, they're very pretty and notes. I know, right? And and guess this is the best. Part. I read them. You what? I read the notes. No, you didn't. I did, I did yesterday. I didn't read yours. Well, yeah, nobody expects any different, but I read yours last night. I didn't even wait till this morning. I read them last night. Oops. Nobody expects it's you fine. to read my it's notes It's fine. It's fine. Point. Because you know what? You know what is really awesome about this one? Yeah. Rara's the sidekick this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that works. <laughs> well, I mean, really, you'd be a front kick, wouldn't you? Because you're sitting in front of me. So if I have to kick you, I just... Ouch! She actually kicked me, folks. I tapped you. <laughs> it was a love tap. Okay, would you like to tell them what, what you picked for your special birthday episode? Yes. I'm very excited. It, okay, well, I'm acting really little because I'm super, super excited and it's just kind of leaking out. But it's not being little because we already did that one. You have a leak? <laughs> The little, little. Do, do you need a check underneath you? <laughs> Unlike you, I don't need a diaper. Is it need? Want? Really? Try. Really? You're going with want? After that one time you wore a diaper, you now want to wear a diaper? Oh, honey, it's been two times. <laughs> you missed. I have been saving the stories for you. Do you want them now? Um, or do you that want- depends. Yeah. Does it tie in with my episode topic? Because it I might. don't know that you. Except I wasn't humiliated by because there's not hey! a lot. 
Oh, fuck. Rara! I forgot we hadn't told him yet! <laughs> you just kept going and going! Oh, you were the one that said I sprung a leak! What was I supposed to do? Not respond? Get a tissue! <laughs> She's episodes where I've got like two or three instances of of um, elevator music, right? <laughs> oh god. Alright, sorry. I'll retract. It's too late. It's too late. They already know. Go ahead, tell them finish. Okay, well it's humiliation kink <laughs> in case you didn't guess. <laughs> Rara's ruining so my bad. birthday! <laughs> You're lucky it was I'm trying to humiliate you. Is it working? Is it working? No. It's all part of my masculine plan. No, you're just plan. pissing me off. <laughs> pissing off kink. That's, we don't, neither one of us have that one. Is that similar to the shit kink that we talked about last time? Oh my God, she can't stop. <laughs> Guys, her face is officially pink. <laughs> oh my God, are you okay? No. <laughs> all good this is where i put in the elevator music right yeah. <laughs> we're like not even 10 minutes in yeah it's okay it's fine it's fine everything's fine your did, cup says did so. you read my cup it's, 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 i'm fine everything's fine <laughs> i love that sticker anyway all right so am i telling you the story or not yeah go point? ahead you might as well um I'm never gonna I get to my actual beautiful <laughs> notes topic but i i've been saving this you have no idea how hard this has been not to tell you the story okay it was when I went to risque without you. See what happens? First of all. See what happens when I go without you? Okay, but that was the day that I drove to North Carolina and picked up Jules. I all right, so there was no way in hell. We've talked about this in the past, about the gentleman who demo tops the vac bed. Yes. Right? And one of his things is you have to wear a diaper if you want to use the vac bed, which makes complete sense. He doesn't want bodily fluids inside the vac bed because then it makes cleaning so much harder. Right. But this time we took it to the next step because we went to sign up and he's like, you understand you'll have to wear a diaper? Does I he, said, does he remember you or? I think he did. Okay. Well, the next step was because he's into ABDL. That's his thing. Yes. He's a daddy dom. He gave me an outfit, which he told me I could keep. Oh, my And it word. was a baby girl outfit with a onesie. <laughs> Do you have a picture? I'm, I'm waiting for the photographer to send me the picture. And I had my hair in pigtails and I had a, a, pa- a pacifier that says princess and a diaper and this cute pink and white onesie outfit. And then he set me and my friend up in the corner with crayons and, and coloring pages so we could color him a picture, which when we brought it back to him, he taped it up on the wall behind him. And I wore the outfit the entire night. Oh my god, I think I made her speechless. Who are you? <laughs> Stop flailing. I have to delete that. I, what the fuck? It's not bad, but you know me. No, I know it's not bad. It's just, it's you. Consummate middle. I'm not little. I'm middle was wearing all that. Yeah, because it was fun. I just like See, to have fun. This is officially why this cannot be a part of the humiliation episode itself, because you are you can't be humiliated. No, there's very little that can humiliate me. 
Okay, show me the damn picture. I'm looking to see if she's uploaded them yet. Okay, you better send Because we had it. some technical difficulties with the upload. Okay, well, you better send that to me as soon as okay, you can. Okay, I'm that's, looking. Because that's going to be amazing. All right, you go back to talk to okay. him, please. Sorry. So now we're actually going to talk about what I want to talk about on this episode. Instead of just listening to the Ra Ra show. <laughs> no, it's fun. I actually really love those stories anyway. So like. I wish I wish we'd had video to see the look I on her face. And I told her. kind of feel like, yeah, we should have. Because my mouth actually like was hitting the microphone at that point. Okay. So let's talk about erotic humiliation. Okay. This involves humiliation as you might have guessed, and degradation, which is actually different. So the difference between humiliation and degradation, let's start with that one. Humiliation involves uh, mostly like words and stuff like that and saying stuff. Degradation is humiliation on steroids, let's just say. It's like, it's taking, it's dehumanizing. It's taking all of the humiliation tactics and making it like more. Yeah, I, I think dehumanizing. That's what yeah. I think of degradation versus humiliation. To me, humiliation is embarrassment. Yeah. While degradation is, is making me feel like I'm nothing. An object, not yeah. human, uh, you know, anything like that. Just taking away the humanity. Um, so we're actually not talking about degradation in here. I just stuck with humiliation. And we can do degradation, you know, some other time. But I mostly just wanted to stick with the humiliation part. The point of humiliation is not to actually harm anybody let's get that part out of the way it yeah can, that would just be abuse that would that's just terrible it's mean anyway yeah so it is it's a turn on the the people that have this kink are turned on by being embarrassed the other thing about this is it's really really subjective and it's totally dependent on the context. It's dependent on the people. It's dependent on who's involved where. So, like, what would be humiliating for somebody in private or uh, what would be humiliating for somebody in public, not necessarily humiliating for them to do it in private. So you've got a lot of factors to tie in here. It does not need to be sexual in nature. <gasps> what? I'm sorry. What? What was that? Say that again. For Rara, the people in the back? Rara, climb down. Say that for the people in the back, Rara, please? climb down. Your soapbox is going to fall. Yeah. Well, it's the only way I could see over my boobs. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just like with everything else, it doesn't have to necessarily be sexual in nature. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, show your boobs to whoever. It, it's not that. That's Yeah, that doesn't humiliate me. Okay. okay. But it would me. Right. That's I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's right. personal. But that's not what that is. Putting a collar on me humiliated me at one of your parties one time. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I with just tall guy dressing up. Right. But when tall guy did it, I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Not going to lie, but I never did it again. You notice that? Yeah, true. You never did. Right. Right. Your collar from Daddy J is a necklace. Yes. It's a it's an actual pretty necklace that I can't wear right now because the freaking puppy keeps trying to chew it. Silly puppy. So it's somewhere safe. Silly puppy. Yeah, she's a baby doll. The what we're going for with this is the feelings that you get from the experience. Being humiliated, being embarrassed also releases endorphins and it releases adrenaline. So it's the same emotions it's the same chemical cocktail that rah-rah gets from being hit i I could see that 
I mean, I remember times where I've been embarrassed and like your heart races a little bit yep. more. Get a little, break out in little beads of sweat. Yeah. On your forehead there. Is it similar to when you're you're getting uh, an impact scene or a needle scene? Well, it's hard for me to tell because I enjoy that. Right. And I don't enjoy the humiliation. But see, for me, I don't enjoy getting hit, but I do enjoy the humiliation. So we need somebody who's got wow. both. Wow. I know. Opposites, right? We don't have things in common? Who knew? What? That's shocking. I'm shocked, I tell you. Shocked. No, no, no. I do the shocking. Oh, yeah. That's right. I Well, that's why I say I am shocked. Oh, oh okay. So yeah, I'm right. Got it. What? <laughs> no, now I'm lost. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> what we're trying to say is we need somebody who does both and uh, to compare the two because we, we don't really experience, we can't experience that. Like... That's kind of like what hurts more, getting your balls hit or getting giving birth. You never you never heard uh, that? No. Because you can't do both? Yeah. Not true. Okay. Well. I, I need more coffee. Yeah. I'm, My I, head hurts. I'm confused. So am I. Just like any other kinky activity, humiliation play requires consent. <gasps> consent. And what's the other C word that we love around here? Communication. What? Is that a thing? It should be. It definitely is a thing. Yeah. So this is one thing that like, please, for the love of God, get consent. Just like everything else in BDSM. You hit somebody, you better have consent to do that. You humiliate somebody, you better have consent to do that. Otherwise, it's it's just just abuse. Should we make that into a sticker or something? Get consent. Otherwise, it's just abuse. Potentially. I feel like that's a little dark. Let's talk about boundaries. And you should have them. You definitely like I once again had a person the other day, you know, okay, so what are your limits on this? I don't have any. Yes, you do. You want me to stick this in your ass? Uh, No, let's stay away from my ass. Okay, you want me to stick it up your nose or on your teeth? How's your feelings feeling, honey? So everything has boundaries. Everything in kink has boundaries. We know this. Listen to all the episodes. Every single kink we talk about, there's a limit. There's boundaries. You need to act with your agreed upon boundaries. They define when and where your erotic humiliation games take place and what you can do and not do in them. Okay? Okay. So things that may be humiliating to your partner may not be humiliating to you. As we have discovered. Over and over again. (laughs) And if you do something outside of that agreement... You're just not only a bad partner, you're an asshole. Nobody wants to be with an asshole. No. I mean, you should probably have one, but it doesn't need to be a whole separate person. I'm too tired for this shit. Ah, asshole shit. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole joke. (laughs) Right. So you also need to be careful of humiliation versus degradation. We said before, humiliation is saying dirty things and whatnot. Degradation is dehumanizing. If you are sticking with humiliation, you want to be really, really careful of not crossing into degradation. That's a, it's part of it, but it's like a different level. No, I, I, I'm just letting you go and I'm just adding in. Oh, I thought you that's were... the whole point of you being in charge of this episode. Oh, shit, I'm not used to this. I don't know what to I do. I know. Uh, I don't know what to, okay. Uh, Think of it like you're teaching a class. Oh, Okay. 
itch. Okay, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, like, so when you go into the degradation part, if you're trying to stick to a humiliation scene, you should not be aiming to damage the sub's headspace, the bottom's headspace, whoever you're with. You don't want to make them feel unsafe. You don't want to trigger them into a trauma. If that's what you're going for, that's something different. That's why I think when we talk about boundaries and communication, you need to actually discuss and agree upon how you humiliate. So, for example, don't talk about somebody's looks or body weight. Yeah. Unless you have communicated with each other and they have said to you, you may do that. You may call me a fat slob. That is acceptable. Yeah. So it has to be explicit in this case. If you want to do something like uh, do like a little survey, what can I say? What can I not say? And like give suggestions. That's a good idea to do. Right. Like, I mean, you can. Like I've said to people, I do not want to be called slut. You may not say to me that I am a slut. However, if you add the word my in front of it and it's possessive and I'm with a partner who says you're my slut, that I'm okay with because then that word slut becomes a term of endearment versus an insult. So in order to get me to come, daddy says, come for me, my little slut. Come for me, daddy's come slut. And I'm like, yep, I'm going. Yeah. And, and that's why we talk we talk so much about communicating because like that's essential because you call me slut, I'm out of here. No, we're done. But I know people who love to be called slut. That makes them happy. Uh, don't we know people who identify as a slut? Yeah. Yeah. And... Again, with with humiliation, too, there are things that you could call me that I'll just look at you and go, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's something else you could call me and I'll be like, oh, OK, that's humiliating. Right. But but you don't play that. So then no, calling you something humiliating would be outside of your limits. Right. Because it's a hard limit for me. Yeah. And also because I'm a princess. You treat me like royalty, which just means you don't humiliate me. And doing that to me outside of like a humiliation scene i'm just gonna get pissed there's there's very few people who i will actually do this with well here's my question and i know this may be hard because i know you don't bottom off it but when you do bottom if it's not specifically a humiliation scene are you okay with humiliation being incorporated into the scene no okay just flat no because that's important because there's a lot of like for me a lot of my kinks can be wrapped up together in one scene. So while it might be an impact scene, other things are also happening. And it's not necessarily, we don't state, let's do this kind of scene also. It's more like, let's do an impact scene. And then these things just naturally become a part of it. Humiliation um, is something that would be easy to incorporate. So let's say you're doing an impact scene and you've got somebody tied up and you hit them and they say, out. That would be like a perfect opportunity if you're incorporating humiliation into it to say, oh, what's the matter? You can't handle that pain? What are you, a baby? And you might not have sticks. You might not be calling it a humiliation scene. You'd be calling it an impact scene. An impact scene. Yeah, but it has humiliation flavoring. Yeah. So that's why I'm curious for you who, who humiliation is a kink. Are you okay if it's a flavoring or does it have to be the intent of the scene? Um, it depends on the person. So if it's Daddy J, flavoring is fine. We kind of automatically slide into that a lot. If it's anybody else, hell no. 
And honestly, there's only been one other person who I've accepted doing a humiliation scene with. So, uh, no, it's got to be pretty explicit for me. I have to be in the right headspace. If I'm not in that headspace, I won't be able to take it. So, but for some reason with daddy, I just sort of slide right into it. So it works. Well, it's part of your dynamic. It's also, he's the person I trust more than anyone else in my entire life. So it works. Yeah, this is, I mean, not that you shouldn't trust your partner regardless, but there are some kinks in my mind that the trust you have has to be next level. You know, when I play, when I play with somebody with impact, Mm -hmm. I have a certain level of trust. I trust that they're going to, that they pretty much know what they're doing and that they will honor my safe words and honor my boundaries and honor my limits. When I do needle play, well, yes, I have the same trust in the sense that I know you're going to honor my boundaries, my limits, safe words. Their level, the level of trust that I need in their skills and knowledge is a step up than the, the trust that I need for somebody in their skills and knowledge of impact. Because you're sticking sharp intr- instruments into my body and are going to make me bleed. Yeah, I guess you could say the same thing. So, like, if you were to do a humiliation scene versus, uh, you know, for a lot of people, that wouldn't require that much level of trust. They just need a bit of trust, right? Mm-hmm. If you are to do a CNC scene, that's next level trust. Exactly. That's like life in your hands trust. Well, and I think that for you, and by all means, tell me if you're wrong because, you know. Go you, ahead. You psychoanalyze would. me. I, it's not so much psychoanalyze. <laughs> Daddy J is somebody that you have explicit trust. He will new, he will never do anything to harm. Like there's a saying, I don't know if you've, if you've heard it a lot, but we talk a lot about it, especially because of things like impact stuff, hurt, hurt, but not harm. Yes. Okay. And with humiliation, harm, harm. is a risk. Yes. And while there may be a lot of people that you trust from a hurting standpoint, do you have the same level of trust that they wouldn't harm you? And with Daddy well, J, you have explicit trust that he won't harm you for, for two reasons. One is because he would never want to do that to you. But two, he knows you intimately enough to know what would and wouldn't harm you. Exactly. So, like, he would never in a million years comment on, like, wait. Mm-hmm. Unless it's to say, Jesus Christ, I love your ass and I want to bite it. Your, your ass is biteable. Yeah, well, he actually tried that the other day. And I was like, no, 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 no. We don't bite my ass right now. I bite your ass. And he's like, there's not enough there to bite. Want to bet? Nobody bites my ass for that reason. I bet your ass. Yeah, you had to work at it because you have to really. I, I mean, I really I had to go, <laughs> nang, 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 get yeah. enough in there. But, you know, I bit it. <laughs> it's reality, hey. folks. I'm not offended at all. I have to do the same thing for Daddy J. I got to yeah. get a little chunk. And hey, then look, I go, us flat ass people need to stick together. <laughs> going to start a new FAS, Fat Ass Society. <laughs> flat Ass Society. You said Fat Ass Society. Oh, so see, I was wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we need to donate a lot of money to get Rara some butt implants. A, I need to find a surgeon who can take the fat out of my stomach and implant it in my ass. I wonder if that's a thing. Probably. But then I worry I can't do impact. So it's never. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if it like pops the fat and then it just. <gasps> Like oh, a balloon. That oh would my be god! Awful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not doing that. No. Um, but mm. th- this is why, for me, 
humiliation is a hard limit because, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people, there's the room, there's the myth that trauma, you know, kinks come from trauma. For me, kinks don't come from trauma. My hard limits come from trauma. Yeah. And it's why humiliation is a hard limit for me. Childhood issues. I know we all have them, but mine specifically can't handle humiliation. I mean, I can see that, but okay. So I'm, I was going to get into this at the end. Oh, sorry. Am I, I think, am I, I'm not, not following the script. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just, I, the reason I like it is I don't even know how to explain this right now. Cause like, I don't, it doesn't flow right yet, but it, mine isn't childhood trauma as well. It's more like, because I, I don't have the praise kink, right? But I do, but not in the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. I love to be praised. Don't get me wrong. I don't get that heady rush from it that you do. Instead, I get humiliated because I was always taught not to be a sore winner. And I, for my entire life, tried to kind of damp, dampen that down. So I don't take compliments very well. If I, uh, so I, I distinctly remember in school one year making an art project. And I was like, I did probably three or four different categories. I won every single category. And then I also won the grand prize for the school. Now, my shit ain't that good. There are definitely more artists from better than me, but it was something I did that was really, really different. And it won the grand prize because nobody had ever seen this before. So everybody was cheering in my class and I could not pick my head up and look at anyone. I was blushing so hard and I wanted them to freaking stop. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was always told like, don't, don't overplay if you win, you know, and I just, I've never been able to take a compliment. I can't take criticism either, which is, you know, probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten better. I can take critiques. I can't take criticism. Don't do I that. I don't know many people who can take criticism. It's rude. It's a fine line between critique and criticism. Yeah, you, I think the problem was my mother didn't know how to critique and she just criticized. And I'm like, stop telling me this when I first wake up in the morning. Give me 10 minutes before you start in on me. <sighs> Talk about childhood trauma. That would have to be a whole other episode. We need yeah. a therapist to join. <laughs> well, we've done that already, right? <laughs> I legit used to tell my mom, can you at least wait 15 minutes before you start complaining to me? Let me be awake for 15 minutes. It was a rule. Anyway, um, I do want to say one thing really quickly. Okay. There's like a bunch of different kinds uh, and ways that you can do this. There's verbal, physical, there's public, there's private. You need to be really careful with public. Public humiliation cannot, there's like, like every single article that I read, there was this one big consensus. You can't really make it public. Like, well, then you end up on an episode of what would you do? Right. And you're going to get all <laughs> kinds of yeah, just yeah, careful. All right. So places like sex clubs, BDSM gatherings, private gatherings, like Rara's parties that she has, munches. While you're in the vicinity of kinky people, yes, there are also vanillas. So, again, you have to be really, really careful. Uh, these are places that you can do this. Again, just really careful. Um, there are things that you can do. Like, wasn't it? Who was it that was wearing a butt plug to a munch? I've done it. Yeah. No, like a vibrating butt plug. 
No, that I don't remember about that. I don't remember who it was. Somebody was wearing a vibrating butt plug to a munch, and her dom was had the controller. So every once in a while, you'd see her like start squirming and get a little bit. Oh my god! You know that was funny. That was really entertaining to watch. But it was at a munch, so they had to be kind of on the DL about it. At a club, you pretty much anything goes, wouldn't you say? Well, I personal opinion here. I think even in a club setting, you have to be careful because there's that fine line between humiliation and abuse. Yes. And because we are also concerned about safety and making sure that we don't cross that line, that if the people around you are not aware that this is a negotiated humiliation scene, they might try to intervene. So... If I were to do this type of scene in a public setting, in a, in a dungeon, I would probably notify the DMs that this was happening because to somebody who's not aware, it may look like abuse. Like abuse. Yeah. And you don't want to be interrupted in the middle of such a heavy psychological scene. Would would putting a like sign around your neck saying this is consensual help? I mean, like I'm not really sure how to alert people well okay so first of all if you see somebody doing a scene don't go directly to that don't go directly to them go to a dm let them handle it which is why you let the dm know hey we're about to do a really heavy psychological humiliation scene it's all been consented and negotiated just want to let you know so they know not to interrupt right and then if a person goes and says hey i have concerns about this the dm can be like yeah no we We talked to them we're we're aware of it yeah and again just because I would hope that if there was ever a case where it's where it's non-consensual and it is abuse, that somebody would step in. Yeah. But again, you got to go to the DM. Right. And then if the DM needs to interrupt, that's different. I mean, I actually watched, there was one time where I watched a scene that was impact slash humiliation, right? And the bottom, it was actually, they were dobs up. The submissive was crying hysterically. Oh, I remember. Yeah, you telling and me. It was really, really hard for me to watch that scene. Like, I just wanted to go up, push the dom out of the way, and hug this poor woman who was crying. And if I hadn't known that, that, that they were a happily married couple, this is the type of scene they like. Because I asked. People told me. Because I, it was a private party. Uh-huh. But so we were a lot of people were friends, knew each other. They were new to me. Um, and it, it was very hard for me to watch. And I found and I don't often look away from scenes because they're hard to watch. It's there's that was one of only two in all the years I've been doing this that I've ever had to look away. And I talked to them afterward when they were in their aftercare. Just for my own personal I walked up to them and I said, just want to check on you guys. That looked like a pretty intense scene. You guys doing okay? And they said, yeah. And I explained to them, like, my thought process when watching them. And she was, when she was doing this, she was facing the wall. And he was doing impact on her back. So I was explaining, I just wanted to hug her. And the dom actually said to me that next time, if I want, we can negotiate and work that out where I could come up. And I could go between her and the wall on her front side and wrap my arms around her and hold her and hug her while she's in the middle of the scene receiving the humiliation. That would actually be really cool. Like thinking about that from the bottom's perspective, I think that would be a really cool 
way to do it and get some support while also taking the humiliation. I never saw them again, actually. So it's hard. But yeah, that was that was really difficult. And the only reason I could get through it was finding out from the other people who are watching who knew them that, yes, they are a loving, happy couple. This is their dynamic. This is their kink. It is not anything that I needed to be concerned about. That sounds really cool, though. Like, and that's an example of like bringing the two and tying right. them together. And this seems five years ago. And I still remember it like it was yesterday because well, that's how it stuck. It, yeah. it just stuck with me. Hey, so just out of curiosity, do you have any idea why somebody would have this kind of kink? Because you know me, I love the why. Yeah, actually, I really don't. And I'm so curious about this because it is something that I ask, you know, as somebody who has humiliation as a hard limit, there are certain other kinks that are hard limits for me because to me, they smack of humiliation. Like okay, water like, sports. Yes. Right? Yes. To me, water sports is humiliating. Um, I know people who love, we had that one friend who loved to get on her hands and knees and be a footstool. Oh, yeah. Though, right? That's me. Okay. You like that too? Yes. I like being All an right? Ottoman. To me, that is <laughs> But so, that's degradation. Right. But to me, degradation is humiliating. Okay. Yeah. Right? Well, yes. So it's all, they're cousins. They're all related. And I could not understand why anybody would ever want to make me feel less. Why would anybody want to feel less? Why, why would you like doing it? Why would you like receiving it? So I'm going to actually shut up. I know it happens occasionally. I was going to listen to you. So please go ahead. I was tell say me. You read the notes, right? I know, but I want you to teach me. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> going to make me actually do this. Yeah. Okay. It's well, your king. I know. I know. <laughs> I can talk about my kinks all day. You and won't let you me. you will. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, all day is right. She really does. Um, okay, so part of it is, do you remember the episode on taboo and uh, taboo kinks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> um, it's literally, like, a lot of it is because of that. Like, this is a societal no-no, right? Yes. And that's part of why you want to do it. Stuff that is no-no makes you want to do it more like if i tell you don't touch that what's the first thing you want to do see i'm a good girl oh shit you're not the right person no i wouldn't touch it okay it's a rule you're not supposed to touch it i wouldn't touch it but what about when you were a kid i didn't touch it oh my god all this will come into being when we talk about my kink (laughs) oh my god oh god it's a rule i didn't break the fucking rules can we be any more different (laughs) first thing i want to do is push the button it says, don't push this button or something bad will happen. Okay, I'm going to push the button. It's going to kill some. Oops. It'll kill me because I want to know what's going to happen, but I won't do it. Oh, see. It'll I kill was, me more to do it. You know the, the little the thing, the cartoon that's like, don't push the button because every time you push the button, it'll kill someone, but you get a million dollars. I wouldn't do it. I would push the button. More than once. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> do I get to choose who's being killed? Because no problem. No, Sorry. Cannot, can, does not compute. This is why I'm a Slytherin. And why I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah. In, at work, I'm a Hufflepuff, but outside of it, my natural state is pure Slytherin. I probably would have been a Death Eater. Yeah. Yeah. I can see this. Okay. I would have been Hermione, but that's okay. Oh, my God. No, wait, what? The goody two-shoes who follows all the rules and, and can't believe how stupid everybody else is. And researches everything and reads all the books? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we friends? 
I'm because you Draco underst- Malfoy, for goodness sakes. Because you understood my reference. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's how we met, right? It was Harry Potter. Okay. And tiaras. Don't forget the tiaras. Tiaras. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Tiaras and Harry you Potter. You showed me pictures of and I a room your that hair. you decorated in Harry Potter, and yes. I went nuts. Yes, that's true. Oh, good times, good times. Okay, so this is what you're going to love. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, masochism. There oh, I is love a that. masochistic reason for doing uh, humiliation. So remember the masochism episode? Uh-huh. And we learned that I might actually be more of a masochist than I realized. See, because, this I understand. Because it's a mental masochism and not a physical masochism. And this I understand. Okay. I understand it in the sense that you like pain. What I don't understand is, like, my pain will go away. Yes. My pain will heal. Yes. Bruises will go away. Scabs will fall off. I will heal. Emotional masochism? Like, that stuff sticks. See, Attention to therapy for years. Okay, but see, that's the difference. For me, the physical stuff lasts much longer than the emotional stuff because I can compartmentalize when I'm doing this kind of scene. I compartmentalize it. It's done and over when the scene is over. A fucking bruise lasts for weeks. Only if you're lucky. All right. Look, (laughs) you see, okay, this right here, this, this shit that's showing up right there. It happened yesterday. It's so bad. The bruise hasn't even shown up yet. This is going to be like a three weeker. I'm really sad because my, my bruise on my thigh is going away. Oh, I've got bruises on my thighs. I'm going to pull down my pants and show you. You should see these fucking bruises on the insides of my yeah, knees. No. See, but that doesn't send me to therapy. The you emotional just, bruises sends me to therapy. Emotional bruising, you just take it out of your head and you're like, nope, it's over there. It was fake. It's fake, Rara. Bruises are not fake. It's not fake in my head. Okay. I need... um. What is that thing called from Harry Potter Ow. when they pull the memory out of my head and uh, put it over there in the bowl? No, no, no. The, the, the pensive. Pensive? Pensive. When they pull it out. I thought it. you were talking about um, uh, Lockhart's memory charms. And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. He fucks. Th- well, no, no, he's no, actually no. really good at those. Yeah. No, no. I want them to take out that memory out of my head and put it in the bowl. So if I ever need to be reminded why I don't like somebody, I could go back and look at them. But it doesn't haunt me. Sorry. Continue. But okay, but in a scene, it's not aiming to, you know, get you forever. It's just things that give you, give you like that edge, you know, it's okay. So once again, it is bringing up that chemical cocktail. It's giving you adrenaline. It's giving you endorphins. It's giving you dopamine. It's like, it's riding, it's riding a wave. If you, you don't surf. So anyway, you're like riding a wave and you're hanging on the side of the board, getting ready to go. And then it's a sudden rush. And then the wave is over. And it's like, okay, I had that exhilarating experience. I'm done. The wave is over. The The chemicals are over. A bruise, done and over. We're never going to agree on this. Are no. We? no. <laughs> um, okay. So people who have this mental masochism streak would really enjoy receiving the emotional pain of it, not necessarily physical pain. So like you can combine the two, but in this case, I'm just going to stick with just the emotional pain, which Rara is looking at me again going, what the fuck is wrong with you? But that's cool. I look at her like that all the time. Every fucking day. So it's kind of like fear, shame. Um, all of these arouse your nervous system. It doesn't mean 
that it's sexual arousal every time, but it's your body is at attention. Your body is like on a high alert. It's that whole thing we talk about. You see a bear, your body has the same reaction. Um, but for some people that can equate and bring it into kind of an erotic arousal. They like that state of being. I don't get it, but okay. That's fine. How about this one? Say a sadistic reason. Again, because to me, emotional damage. Wow. You've seen that TikTok? That was so bad. It's the TikTok. I can't do it that bad. Okay. That bad. That's For okay. those who watch TikTok, they understand this. There's no, the, I understood it. You just did it badly. Emotional damage. I it just I can't understand why anybody would want that. But okay, I'm and you know what? Here's the thing: I don't have to fucking understand. You just have to accept. That's true. Um, so from the sadistic point of view, so like this is actually how I started. So my very first sub ever has a humiliation kink. This is the one that I put him in the shower and I made him do all the things with me watching fully dressed yeah. and I would like command him. So he basically like, I don't know if he developed or was suddenly aware that he had a humiliation kink at that point. But I was like, yes, I really love the power I have over you. This is like a really cool thing. So this is where I first started. This is why I love this, this whole life because what you described to me, what you did with him, to me, there's nothing humiliating about that. Oh, yeah. No, he was. But but this is this is why it is so subjective. We talked, you know, you mentioned earlier about what is humiliating to one person isn't to another. This is so subjective. As an exhibitionist, mm-hmm. you watching me shower and directing me in a shower would set off my exhibitionist kink. Mm. I would not find that humiliating. But I accept that to somebody else it is. So for him, when we started exploring this, he actually has the you have a tiny penis kink. Oh, it's um, there's an actual is it? I forgot what the name is. There's an actual like acronym for that. I don't remember. What it, I don't know it either, but I know it is part of the humiliation. Yeah, it's thing. very much. There is. We watched it in that episode of Bonding. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, so that's a big, that was a big thing for him. So in every once in a while for years, he would still um, ask me to compare his dick to that of my husband. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, he wins hands down. You're like a shrimp. You suck at this. Like what? So like, this is the kind of thing, like if, if your partner has a tiny penis kink, for example, I'm just going to roll with this one. Okay. This is where you would say, is it in yet? Small penis humiliation. That's actually SPH. SPH? Yeah. Okay, well, it's it's definitely in the humiliation category. No, I'm just saying because I've seen that I've seen the acronym SPH. Oh, okay. somebody will list when they list their kinks. They'll list the kink of Got SPH. You. Yeah, I have so much fun with that one. Oh my god, it's actually one of my favorites because then I can just say, "This is all you've got to work with. What are you going to do with this? This isn't worth even having sex with." These are the things I would say to him. I never had sex with him, and I always told him it was because, because his dick was too small. Yeah. He loved it. I, I, I know it's a very common kink. SPH. It is. It is. It's a lot more uh, widespread than people and realize. It's it's funny. Sorry, I took my glasses off. It's funny because as a top, I don't normally like to humiliate mm-hmm. because of the fact that I want, I, I don't want, I would much rather praise you than well, that's because you have a right? praise kink and not a humiliation kink. I don't know why I also love topping for this so much, but I think it's like, I know what I get out of it. And for 
pretty much the entirety of the time I've been in kink, I'm going on 20 years with this. Literally 20 years. And that was one of my first yeah. experiences. Well, I can, but I can top for SPH. That is the only, I have no problem insulting a small penis, whether it's true or not that you have one. Just the Actually, fact that you believe. He didn't have a small right? penis. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's easy because to me, that's so much different than, than humiliating you emotionally as far as your smarts or whether you're a good or bad person. It, it's just, it's just a thing. And I know when you tell me you want me to insult it, you've made it clear that I have consent. This is something you enjoy, in which case then I'm happy to do it. Well, what about like bimbo, bimbification? That's a form of humiliation for a lot of people. Sissification, form of humiliation for a lot of people. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. So we shared a sub once. Baby fireman. Oh, yeah. I told him that he had insulted me. (laughs) I don't, he didn't do it on purpose. He insulted me. Poor baby just didn't realize. He didn't know who Mrs. Robinson was. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. I'm over it. I'm going to get a hold of him. I found him on Snapchat. I'm over it. Not. Yep. Whatever. Sorry. Mm. (laughs) But I loaned him out to you as a form of humiliation. For him. Yep. For him. And I said that he had to wear a certain thing or be completely you naked. You wore just his underwear. Yeah. Well. Boxer briefs. He was. Not that well, I remember. He should have Green, worn. But not that I remember. I'm sorry. Continue. Wow. <laughs> First, I know. He was totally adorable. I've I've done the thing where I've had uh, my, my sissy boy wear my underwear. I've bought them lace underwear. My first one, I had. I tied a tie around his dick. And made him wear a red lace thong. And I called him Sissy Boy. And I led him around by the dick on a leash. Yeah, that wouldn't do anything for me. I love it. I was more turned on by the fact that he was doing, he was cleaning my floors. Yes. What was he using? <laughs> and I didn't was it have a toothbrush to. or was it? No, he was using a real mop. I, I was not trying to humiliate him. I just wanted a clean house. Well, so. <laughs> I was, but see, I was the dumb. I was humiliating him by loaning him out to you. Right. So that's where that came and in. And having to be in just his underwear in basically a stranger's house. Literally never. He wa- The first time he ever met her was when I sent him to her house. Yeah. That was definitely humiliation for him. But again, he loved it. Yeah. And I was turned on by my clean floors. Because OCD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about how to start. Oh, okay. All right. So what do Ready. you do? What do you do every single time you want to start a scene? Negotiate. Yes. Am I right? Good job. I you need to look. I got it right. You get Yay! a gold star. You get a gold oh, star. Oh, thank you for praising me. Oh, my God. That's not this episode, <laughs> Oh, Rara. sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you want to ask things like, what do you hope to get out of the scene? What would the humiliation do for you? Uh, what are the words that you are comfortable with? What are the words you are not comfortable with? A lot of this is verbal and psychological. Um, you can do physical stuff like... Um, what is it that you have the, um, is it a rah-rah smacker? Oh, it says R-A on it. So yeah. if you hit twice, then you get rah-rah. I, used okay. to, I would do one on each boob, so it would say rah-rah, push my boobs together. Okay, yeah. so for somebody that doesn't enjoy that, but you can also <laughs> like, you can also smack them that and like sort of brand them, even though it's not really permanent. Yeah, I like you, the idea of branding. Or what was the one that one person wanted to put on you? It wasn't a Dallas Cowboys. No, it was. They wanted to put a Dallas Cowboys star on me, and I said no. You're New York. Yes, that's what it was. So now I have now I have a New York Giants 
evil stick. Right. But the evil stick that they wanted to put on you would have humiliated you, right? I would be embarrassed to have a Dallas Cowboys star on me. There you go. And humiliation is a hard limit for me, so I said no. Right. But if you were into that, that would have been something they could do. I'm trying to give people ideas here, damn it. Oh, sorry. You're ruining my birthday. It's a good thing it hasn't happened yet. So says the woman who asked my partner to come and strip at her birthday. Hell yeah. Have you seen him? Yes, I have. That's why I'm with this. This is why we want him to strip at my birthday. (laughs) Jesus Christ. What do you expect from me? I said I wanted something delicious for my birthday. I think a big hunk of chocolate cake stripping is good. (laughs) I I can't argue with you. I got nothing. Plus, my neighbor will be so excited. (laughs) She will. Yeah, I haven't told her yet. Okay. We, we, we have to make it happen first. We absolutely do. And then I'll tell her. I don't know that he'll strip, but. Well, he can at least take his shirt off and like, you know, flex his arms or something because. Yeah, yeah but then I'll give you a big puddle. Is that what you want at your birthday party? We'll be outside. Okay. Maybe. I'll bring a Chucks. Yeah. We'll definitely be outside because I don't have enough room for everybody that's coming. But anyway, um, or in your case, coming, I guess. <laughs> He's taking his shirt off and flexing. I will be coming. Well, I better have an extra Chucks for me too. Don't worry. We have plenty of puppy pads. <laughs> Because of the new puppy. Yes. And towels. So no problem. Yeah, if you have any extra, once you finally train the dog, I'll take them. No, I have to use those for Electro. Oh, yeah, that's right. I still have leftover from when Ada was a puppy and I use those for Electro. So no problem. Okay. okay. Um, got sidetracked. Again, yes. I'm, so, I'm shocked. I tell you, shocked. Well, yes, that's this is what we do. Um, so you always want to talk about what you're comfortable with, what, you're, what you need to avoid. You want to start out kind of small with this, especially if it's your first time doing a scene with a person. Don't go crazy. Work it. Work up to it. Work up to your big scene. For God's sake, make sure you have safe words. So again, for me, something like this would probably not get my okay 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 it would just be like all right i'm done scene over red done (laughs) i need to come down off of this but it wouldn't get me to the point where i'm like okay 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 and have been not able to speak anymore i could see that i could definitely see that so now as much as rara is going to argue this point with me I'm going to just go ahead and say that this is probably one. Okay. Let me rephrase this. I don't think I'm going to argue with you. Just Aftercare so you know. is not necessary for this, but decom- de- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Debriefing. Decompression. Decompression. Yeah. All of that. That is. I, I'm going to sh- surprise you. You're sitting down. So this, I, I agree with you on this. I feel in a situation like this, when you have basically fucked with somebody's mind, while aftercare is not mandatory by all means, I would highly encourage in this type of a scene. Yeah, this and CNC, things like fear play, knife play, anything that's like really going to fuck with you psychologically, you really should be providing some form of aftercare. Yeah, because I feel that you you now need to be told that all these things that were said to you are not true. I don't. Be, yeah. I, I've called you useless. I've called you a waste of time. That you was wanna... just the scene. I don't believe those things. You are important to me. I love you. You are worth everything. Do you want to know what I used to call simple beauty? What? Come dumpster. Yeah, but she took that as a compliment. Right. But she. <laughs> so with her, when we did the hum- we did a humiliation scene with Electro, mm-hmm. I would I would actually have um, 
this one thing that I've got, it's called a stiletto. And if you turn it up enough, which you really liked, you could actually write on somebody yeah. and sort of like brand them temporarily. And I used to write like the most absolute filthiest stuff I could think of on her. Mm-hmm. And she'd wear it for like days. Yeah, that's actually, I, I mean, I've seen that in scenes where the person has, with, with Sharpie, has written on them mm-hmm. all these humiliating things. I'd probably Worthless, do washable marker. Pig. Well, I mean, it comes off. It takes two to three days. And it, and you can also, rubbing alcohol mm. on a cotton ball over it also takes it off. I don't know that I've ever actually tried with Sharpie. I've done it with Sharpie, but not with. I had a scene where my I had to masturbate. And every time I had an orgasm, I had to make a tick mark on my thighs. But, and if Did you use the Sharpie to masturbate with? No. Oh. And if I, if I, if it started, when it started to fade, because it was, a, I think I had it like two weeks and if it started to fade, I'd have to write over, oh. over it so it would stay right. fresh. Yeah. But that was that was not a humiliating scene to me. So I just want to give a couple of ideas. Okay. Just in case people need some thoughts. You know, the don't drive. Please don't drive doing listening to this. This is this is gonna be interesting. Um, so some people would consider servitude a uh, humiliation type mm-hmm. thing. Forced oral sex could be humiliating depending on how you do it. It wouldn't work on me, but yeah. Yeah. Controlling bathroom usage, watching them while they're on the toilet, stuff like that. That would work on me. That's actually a limit. Here's what's interesting. So I've had a similar situation. And to me, it was more embarrassing than humiliating. It was like just that fine line. Mm -hmm. And I think it was probably because of who. And I think I've told the story before because it's how I met uh, a friend of ours. I had, this was with Voldemort, I was on a leash with a collar. And he held, the, he held the leash the whole time and I had to go to the bathroom. So another woman took the leash from him and we went to the bathroom together. And she held the leash while I sat down and peed. <laughs> and then I had to stand there very close to her while she sat down and peed. Now some people might, I didn't view that as humiliating. It was a little embarrassing at the time because I was newer to the lifestyle. If it happened to me now... I'd probably have to pee again because I'd be laughing so hard. <laughs> and I think maybe that's why I never viewed it as, humili- as humiliating. The embarrassment was more just I didn't really know this person that well and I was new. And to somebody who isn't as much of an exhibitionist, that would be incredibly humiliating. Right. And now, again, as I said, that was early days. Now that my exhibitionist side has really come out, I, to, similar to the diaper with the with the baby girl, outfit i would find it funny all right and silly and this is just crazy playing so pegging for some people would be humiliation yes i view that as like not but i'm the one doing the pegging Mm -hmm. so things like forced cross-dressing i've done that uh for my sissy boys um chastity devices oh absolutely scolding them like they're a child like treating them like they're an actual child Mm -hmm. Now here, I, I see on your list you've got making them masturbate in a humiliating way. What would be a humiliating way? Uh, for me, in front of another person. <laughs> Done that. Yeah, I know. But you didn't like it. It was hard. I will tell you, it was it was very difficult for me. And that was probably right up to the line of humiliating. And again, if I wasn't an exhibitionist, if I wasn't an extrovert... And if this wasn't in my house at my party where everybody who was there was my friend, it might have crossed the line and I would have had to say no. 
this went just up to the line right. for me. Yeah. I remember you didn't you were kind of hesitant about it. That was that was complicated and difficult. And, yeah. So we're about done, but I did want to go over this one thing. So remember how I talked about um praise? Yeah. Okay, so I know somebody who actually took a class on humiliation and I was trying to find one, but I didn't I couldn't find anything in time. And this person was talking about how people who aren't good at talk at taking compliments with you do the praising instead. Mm -hmm. And the person that I was going to do the humiliation scene with was like looking at me and going, yeah, for you, I would definitely praise you. And it reminded me um, of another episode. We were talking to Sir Ezra Mm -hmm. and uh, the author of what was that book called again? Mind, mind fucking mindfully or something like that. And it was the scene where it was, guess it was a friend of his took his sub, blindfolded her, and was walking her around a club and was telling her that people were going to be writing nasty things all over her. Nasty, humiliating, degrading things, and she didn't get to see it. He took off the blindfold when she was in front of a mirror, and every single one was actually a compliment. And that, to me, it depends. For me, I don't know that it would work if I was blindfolded the whole time. For me, it would be something like I'm walking around and people would be writing on me, but telling it to me at the same time. So it would be a constant, every single person giving me a compliment going down. It was just repeated over and over and over for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. That would make me nuts. <laughs> I would Daddy like Jay, it. Daddy you listening? I would like it. But at the same time, I would be blushing a shade of red that you have never seen on me before. Ooh, you might have to do that too. You've seen instances of it before. I know. I'm just saying, I, I we might have to do that. Too. I don't know. You, but you've seen this. You've seen snippets of this happen. What the hell are you? No. No, I don't like that look. What do you think? No. Rara. Okay. Picture this. No. Picture this. Oh God. For the patrons. No! Each patron gets to send in one word that's a compliment. We'll strip you down into... You won't be naked. You won't be naked. You can be in a bathing suit. You can be... Just so that I have access to write on you. And we will write compliments, all the compliments that the patrons have sent, onto your body. Can we do that if we get the 15 patrons? Dara said yes. If we can get 15 patrons in the month of September, Dara says we can do this scene. Dara also said we could do splashing. I know, but I'd rather do this. Oh, my God. It's less messy. Do you see yeah, my face? I don't face? like mess. Do you see this already? I know. Do you see this already? That's excitement. This do you is... see? No, no. Do you see? Do you see the happiness on my face? Don't you want to make me happy? I'm already crying. That would see this would be a birthday present for both of us oh, because you would get the humiliation scene you want. And I get to humiliate you. Everybody wins. You know what the worst part about this is? What? I'm already tingly. Right? <laughs> okay. This is my challenge to you. Oh, my fucking God. <sighs> okay. 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 So I continue. 15 patrons. Just, just go. That's it. I'm that's done. It. You're that's done. It. No, that's, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to go fall over there. Far, far away from you. Remember, I'm the idea person. 
I always come up with the idea. Yeah, but why does it gotta be me that's actually gonna deal with this now? Okay. This is what I told somebody the other the other day. I said my, my our friend Simple Beauty was just slightly crazier than I am. So she would have all these ideas and things, and I would be motivated to try them, and I would push myself to try them. She's not here in our community anymore, so. I have to be the crazy one coming up with all these ideas. But why do I have to be you now? (laughs) Oh, my God. Shit. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. And check out our Pink Kink swag, available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.